seven days a week, Smodco Internet Television pumps out new content like a porn star. On Mondays, Comic Head pummels you with profanity-laden comic book reviews. Tuesdays, Smarchive takes you into the Wayback Machine with great moments in Smystery. Wednesday, Jay flexes his journalistic prowess with Muse News. Thursday, things get animated with the Smodco Cartoon Show. Friday, Kevin and Jen bring you this morning show and tell straight from their living room. Saturday, relive a hilarious clip from Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. And Sunday, Kevin Ralph goes Holly Weird on Bit O Babble. Smodco Internet Television. Bookmark us, bitch. YouTube.com slash CSMOD. Smodco is on the road, and here are the latest dates. June 9th, Kev and Jay hit the Albuquerque Comic Expo. Also on June 9th, Ralph and a special guest host will babble the fuck on at the Lovitz. June 14th, an evening with Kevin Smith at the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival in Chicago. The remaining Saturdays in June, Kev and Ralph skewer Tinseltown with Hollywood Babylon at the Lovitz. July 14th, HBO goes to San Diego at the House of Blues during Comic-Con weekend. August 11th, HBO returns to the Coach House in San Juan Capistrano, California. August 17th, Kevin Moj brings Smodcast to the Aladdin Theater in Portland. And August 24th, Kev and Jay get their geek on at Fan Expo Canada in Toronto. Dates, showtimes, venues, and links to tickets for these and all Smodco shows can be found at csmod.com. For almost two decades, Kevin Smith's been making movies. Now he wants to watch movies with you. On June 4th, Hulu proudly presents Spoilers, where movie lovers like yourself emerge from watching this summer's biggest blockbusters and give your two cents. Think Prometheus will smell like rotten eggs? Can the Dark Knight piss in the Avengers' Wheaties? There'll be special guests, Q&A, and a fuckload of movie love. Spoilers, a new Hulu original series coming June 4th. At Smodco, we're all full of shit, and we want you to buy our shit. View askew shit at redbankstash.com. Smodco shit at smodcast.com slash smerchandise. No shit. With clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to NetHeads, alright? You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. Log on. This is Net Head. With Will Wilkins. And Fred That's right, campers. It's NetHeads. And it's cold outside, so you better get your booties. <laughs> That's a Groundhog Day joke. My name is Will. Is. My name is Trent. My name is America. You are listening to NetHeads on the Smodco Internet Radio. They're available at smodcast.com. Uh, if you want to take part in the program, how can they do that, Trent? Um, there's a sign, and it's called a, uh, a hashtag, which is just the number sign or the pound sign. Um, or if you've ever played tic-tac-toe, what you, what you draw at the beginning, it, that thing. And then netheads afterwards. That, but a hashtag yeah. has nothing to do with weed, right? You know, in retrospect, um, I would think that it might, it might, it could because of the hash part. Okay. Um, tag, tag, you know, can be many things. It's a game that children play. Uh, but you're not going to be playing tag with your weed. 
Well, I, well unless I, you pass it, I you think know, you have to pass the weed. I think it would be a very one-sided game. Like you, you would you would tag it, and then it just wouldn't. You just sit there, and that's no fun. No, not at all. And this just goes to show, folks, that some of our humor purely is spontaneous, and much, <laughs> and much better in that way. Uh, if you want to give us a call, you also can at eight six 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 one zero nine four five five. Or what's the nine two five number, America? Nine two five two three eight nine zero two zero. Very good. So there we are. That's how you can reach us. And now what we're doing, for those of you that are hopelessly drunk now, because uh, you're listening live, uh, <laughs> I like to let everyone in on the podcast. Uh, if you're listening to this after the fact, we had to do a reset. Thankfully, we were already delayed due to technical issues. I know that's a big shock. So <laughs> take a drink. We're just waiting for Francis to call back, who we already talked to. And we're all going to pretend like we don't know he wants to talk about Sandman. Or the joke is going to be on us. Mm-hmm. And, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. He's He never Hello? hung up. Hey, Francis, how you doing? Pretty good. <laughs> how you doing this week, sir? I'm doing pretty well. Great. I'm glad to hear that. I, I Can you guess what I have in my hand right now? A cup of coffee. Very good. It's amazing. <laughs> it is a genius. It's like you've been here before. I love it. Uh, so what's on your mind this week, Francis? Boy, that's like 10 minutes of material we just lost. I know. Because that was... That was Ladies and gentlemen, I have to tell you, it was Francis Gold. It was. It totally was. You bring the gold, sir, each and every day. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, so you know what, what else he brings, Will? No. Golden Age Comics. That's right. And who's on your mind this week, Francis? I have the Golden Age Sandman on my mind. Okay, good. He's sticking with it. Now, I know no, nothing about everyone listening live. Like, wait a minute. We're... <laughs> Like, wait a what, what, second. The thing that I like to think is that there is a portion of the audience, not office, I don't know what office, the audience sitting at home right now, very stoned. And right now, <laughs> they're having that typical stoner moment of, moment of, did I just say something? Did I just say that out loud? So they're thinking, wait, didn't I just hear this? Yes, you did. <laughs> Those of you not high and listening to the podcast, no, you haven't. That's great. I love it. I, I can't. I just wish I had the Twitter up right now, but then I'd lose my train of thought because I'm old. So now, Francis, I don't know anything about Sandman. So what does he look like? Uh, he wears a uh, like a fedora and a gas mask and a cape and a suit. A fedora. Now, how else would you classify that hat, Trent? Uh, yeah, I would say the pork pie hat. You yeah, know, I think so, yeah. you know what's really sad. Do you know what's, what's really sad, Trent? What's that, Will? <laughs> you can't just fill in the blank? Um, I'm guessing that you you know what a pork pie hat is just because of uh, Justin Timberlake. Unfortunately, and it's, a, uh, it's I'm ashamed to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, it's true, though, because there was that one skit where on Saturday Night Live, the last time he hosted, where he said he wasn't going to sing, Right. Right. And he was singing right, yeah. the whole segment. And, you know, it's like, I'm not going to get a pork pie hat. And then whatever he said after that, I'm like, oh, that's what a pork pie hat is. Yeah. Okay. I learned something new every day. <laughs> what is it called? And the man had one. You know what I learned today? Make sure the archive is going before you get started. Anyway, so what is what is Sandman's deal, Francis? Other than having uh, troubled nightmares, what else? Well, he was incorporated into the... Um the Vertigo Sandman series by Neil Gaiman, and he uh, appeared, he had his own series, Sandman Mystery Theater, which was a mature reader's version of it, and it had Starman in one issue, or in one series of issues. Oh, Starman, who you brought up a few weeks ago. Yeah. You know what's interesting, Francis? 
and I'm yep. not I'm not going to read anything into this. I'm just going to say this. I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, everyone can take it as they will, and we'll go from <laughs> oh, there. Shit. <laughs> I notice how that a lot of the times when you bring up your Golden Age comics, somehow there's always an adult content related theme there or tie-in. But I know you've also said that a lot of the early illustrators, for example, were, you know, they were like uh, bondage art artists and that kind of thing. Right. I, I mentioned the mature readers' comics to appeal to you, basically. Ah! Oh. Wow. I <laughs> did the bell ring because I just got schooled. Oh, you just got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Well played, Francis. Um, but what's his superpower? What's his deal? Does he give people nightmares as well? Does he put them to sleep? What's this guy's story? He puts them to sleep with his harpoon gun, his wirepoon gun. Wire his gas gun. Gas, gas gun. gun. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I thought I heard wirepoon there for a second. I'm like, wait a second. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't want no wirepoon. Anyway. Now, Francis, here's a question for you. Yeah, hit him up. Which, which came first, the, the um, Green Hornet or Sandman? Oh, do they, have, do they have similar? Do they have similar looks aside from the gas mask? They, well, they yeah, you know dressed in a suit and in the hat and everything. Yeah, yeah. this sounds kind of creepy. The gas mask portion is creepy. I think that's one of those uh, primal, bizarre looks because uh, you know last time we had this whole conversation, uh, one of the things I brought up is uh, I made the Doctor Who joke. You know, are you my mummy? Because Ugh. of the whole forgotten child, the Doctor dances two parter where. The kid wearing the gas mask is turning everyone else once he touches them into like people or kids wearing gas masks, mm-hmm. and it really is a creepy visage. Is visage the right word? It's yeah, a I creep- think so. It's a creepy thing to see. I think mm-hmm. my iPad's in here because I just heard myself get email. I think. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> it's attention deficit theater. My name is Will. Uh, <laughs> what? Okay, so why? But why is he on your mind this week, Francis? What draws you to the character, other than the fact that he's golden age? And we know this unifies it for you. Uh, because he uh, appeared in the Vertigo Sandman series, which is something I take it you enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I met Neil Gaiman when he appeared in the Silver Snail, as advertised in the Sandman series in Toronto. Oh, okay. That's one yeah. of the things I'd like to do. I'd like to meet Neil Gaiman, not to hang out with him, just to shake his hand, say thanks for the entertainment. Like I was yeah. really, I was really fond of the novelization, not the novelization that implies the movie came first, which it didn't. <laughs> the uh, the novel Stardust. It was an excellent read. Oh right. Actually, everything the guy writes is just. There are some authors, regardless of their uh, content delivery method. They mm-hmm. always, uh, well, they deliver on a certain level, and they always seem to deliver good stuff. And Neil Gaiman, for me, is one of those guys. Because, like, his episode this past season of Doctor Who on the doc- for the Doctor's Wife, yes, you know, it screamed Neil Gaiman, but it was also just amazing. It really was. Don't you think? Yeah. Absolutely. The book uh, American Gods was good. Really? By Neil Gaiman, yep. Yeah, and there's also one like the Nanansi Boys or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually just got like all of his books on digital uh, books, so I'll be uh, I'll be catching up with that once I finally finish my now November, December, January. <laughs> oh, seven, wait, Will's doing math. That my now my now seven month uh, duration of reading The Stand, but oh, I can't. My wife said, "Can't you read it all the time? Can't you just stop?" I'm like, "No, I can't." Once <laughs> once you've started that walk with Stu Redman, you have yep. to get to the end. Yep. 
you know, granted, I've read like the entire Hunger Games series in between now and then, but <laughs> I've got to finish it. Now, uh, has any of you seen the uh, when Neil Gaiman was on The Simpsons uh, last season? No, I did see that episode. I, I, I missed it. I sadly have not really watched The Simpsons oh, in man. quite a few seasons. It's 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 really good because Neil Gaiman has been accused of uh, stealing other people's stories. Mm-hmm. And the whole quip like with Harry Potter, the, yeah. yeah, the whole quip of the whole story is that you know that everyone bands together to create a, a children's novel, and then they bring him in at the end, and he steals the story from everyone. Oh. Yeah. So and it's brought... really his voiceover. It, it's it's great. It's really really well done. So they brought the funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's neat. Very nice. Okay. Well, Francis, thank you uh, for a stellar phone call this week, as well as a um a your patience in us resetting the entire show. I didn't realize you were still on the line. I thought we had hung up and you were going to call back. Because uh, okay. I just found out today, Francis calls the the uh, ninety five number. Now, uh, is that because you're on a flat rate calling plan? I don't know. I tried the 866 number, and you couldn't hear me. But I could hear you, and I responded, but you didn't hear me. Uh, I think that was just a coincidence. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it. All right, sir. Well, we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Will I be mentioned in the episode description? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay. It, you might. Is this? Wait. Are you starting to issue demands, Francis? Because I don't know. I don't know how I feel about idea. that. Just an idea. It's just. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I'll have to consult with my search engine optimization expert, Trent. What do you All think? All I'm going to say, Francis, is we don't deal with terrorists. Okay, that's really <laughs> doesn't tell us anything. It, if Neil Her music said that, yeah. if Neil Gaiman will bring us more attention via the Googles, then yeah, we will. I can't make uh, any promises, sir. All okay, of the content is up to uh, master editorialization. I'm sorry. No, nothing to apologize for, Francis. Please, uh, you're fine. You're man. practically the fourth nethead, sir, or third oh, nethead, you. and and America just won't move over. One or the other, I don't know. Yeah, one of those. Fifth after Amy. All right, man. Have a great week, okay? Okay. Bye bye. I have a I have a new respect for Francis. I don't know why. I mean, I've 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 really grown to love the guy. I'm sure oh, there are too. a million voices crying out in pain right now, but I I love the guy. Yep, I really do. He's become he's becoming more assertive. That's why in oh, talking to us. Oh my gosh, he's just like reaching out and bitch slapping me. You put me in the description, <laughs> mother trucker. Swam. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. What's my name? Francis. Say it twice, bitch. <laughs> yeah, it, just in the in the description is all. <laughs> so what's the deal? Uh, earlier in the week, you direct messaged me, uh, Trent, and you said, "Why have I not seen this? I'm going to build one of these for Death Ray Comics." A TARDIS. You're going to actually make a TARDIS. I think it needs to happen. Um, I, I'm, uh, I, I, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I've been thinking about making a TARDIS garden shed. <laughs> oh, that would be perfect. <laughs> That'd be small, unless it really was bigger on the inside. Well, obviously. Yeah. If it now, wait here. Imagine this, okay? Instead of a TARDIS garden shed, I just need to make the framework of one side of the TARDIS that's up ah. against the uh, doorway into my garage. Think about it. Oh, gosh. Think about it. Or you extend the frame out just a little bit so that it looks like it's sitting within the wall. You know what I mean? Right. Eh? Yeah. You with me? Huh? What do you think? Yeah? I like it. As that long way you as you wa- can work a swimming pool into it somehow. That way you walk in and it's bigger on the inside. <laughs> huh? Yeah. I happened upon TARDISBuilders.com and my mind has just been, you know, exploded from from the inside. Maybe that's imploded. I don't know. 
but good lord, they're beautiful. Yeah. Oh, and by like, the way, did you see? Uh, did you see the Nerdist? Uh, Chris Hardwick. He posted a picture of a blue motorcycle, and somebody had put like the uh, police call box on the uh, windscreen portion. Oh, really? And you know the the ambulance badge and all that stuff, like in the on the front of it. So it was like sure, the, yeah. And in <laughs> in the post, he said, "Timey wimey, bikey wikey," <laughs> <laughs> which I could appreciate. Hey, sure. hey. I'm blowing out the microphone. I really shouldn't do that. <laughs> it's hey, you know what? It's an older mic. Blow I, it out and get a new one. Guys, I gotta tell you, we got a uh, coffee's got to be a regular thing now. That and the <laughs> screw up at the beginning of the show. <laughs> Woo, I'm feeling good. I'm ready to get it on. Is it your special butt cat coffee? No, it isn't. Butt cat. Butt oh. cat coffee. crap. Get in the penalty box, you putz. <laughs> to the sin bin. Um, <laughs> I love it every time he does that. Uh, no, actually, this uh, past week, or, you know, okay, here's the thing. Trent? Yes? I've got to start delegating some of this stuff. <laughs> okay. I know I'm telling you guys pretty much when to do all of the work on the show anyway. <laughs> it's like, hey, are you taking the show notes? Yes. All right. Did you put anything in for the news stories? Yes. Okay, great. Uh, what did I do? Nothing. Yeah, because you don't do anything for any radio shows ever on this on this network. Nope, mm. not at all. So, uh, but I, you do need to something. You do need to something, really. <laughs> wow. So now, you know the box. now on. the brain is in gear. Mouth neutral. <laughs> Whew. Just revving that engine, not going anywhere. You need to create a, a song, a jingle, a ditty, something. Okay. That's, you know, like something about how this week on the show, it's the crap that Will bought. Oh, okay. Because yeah. it seems like every time we come, I'm, I'm, I've bought something. And yes, my child will have no college future because of this. And I accept <laughs> well, this. It's, it's, it's an investment. You, if you're buying the right things, then, um, you know, maybe someday down the road, you could sell them later on. Nope. <laughs> Yes, I bought an Action Comics number one. I found it at the flea market for twenty five cents. Could you imagine? Oh my god! Just could you imagine? I like seriously. We need to go back east and just start scouring attics. Yes, I. Oh, mm -hmm. and every time one of those hits the news, like my butthole puckers up a little bit. I'm just like, God, well, that will never happen to me. Yeah, because we're in the wrong part of the country. It, mm -hmm. the, the probability is much lower, especially for me. I might be able to get away with it if I could find some crawl spaces in San Francisco, but I'm sure those are littered with hookers anyway. <laughs> Not necessarily living. <laughs> no, no. Or or actual living homeless people, one or the other. Uh, but, you know, those people that discover things, you know, as, uh, and especially in this day and age when you've got like the Pawn Stars and... And the storage locker wars and all that. So really, right. you know, being able to have these and the antique road shows, all this stuff. I think even sci-fi has a special one now around movie memorabilia. Oh, really? Yes, they do. So, you know, you've got all these shows. So it's very hard to find that stuff. But I've always, I've always dreamed I would be one of the lucky people that would find one of these, these, uh, secret stashes, if you will. Of, oh, of, of yeah, old sure. stuff where somebody has no clue of what they've got and they're like, yeah, if you could just clear out the space, you can take whatever you want from there. <laughs> and, you know, just finding an entire like plethora of golden age comics. It's yeah. Like, I'm going to retire. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, every time one of those is discovered, doesn't it actually devalue the rest of the. Uh, yes. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, there's only seven in existence. Oh, crap. There's eight in existence. Yeah. Shit. But, this but, bastard I mean, made it nine in existence. Exactly. Yep. It just keeps going and going and going. 
but you know what? I, I will screw everyone else for a chance to get my beak wet. Literally, I am I am opening myself up to prostitution. I, wait, I'm, hold on. I'm concerned. What are we talking about now? <laughs> You're beak wet with what? Gets you know to get some money from I what? You wanted a comic. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, if I'm going to sell the comic book that's going to devalue everyone else's comic book, I don't care. Oh, that oh, makes okay. a lot more sense. Yeah. I thought also, you were just suddenly selling yourself out. I, well, like, too, I will that, suck a dick for money. Yes. Well, I, Good to know. Honestly, it's the end of the month. And, and by the I way, when are you going to come visit? <laughs> I only get paid once a month, Will. What? Yeah, the first of the month. It's, what, you just, it's a wealth slum. No, wait, no, I shouldn't so, say that out loud. By the last week, I... I would suck a dick at this point. Von Cleef says that I would haggle to get that for five cents. <laughs> I don't. And, and the funny thing is, I don't know what he's talking about at this point, but it's genius. <laughs> and I would probably give in. Oh, hold on. Wait a second. Uh, Router Ninja, longtime Fred. And by the way, uh, I think he's over 130 or 160 pounds lost on his weight loss journey. So good on you, sir. Yeah, he's doing great. Uh, there is a link that he sent out, which is a girlfriend's birthday cake from last night it's got a tardis on it it's got it the adipose on it which creep trent out oh yeah they do but would you eat a, a sugary adipose i'd imagine it's even the real ones would be tasty they're made from human fat yeah it's just it's sheer you know salty goodness yeah and there are the uh the dalek or as you like to call them trent the Daleks. Thank you. And of course, and even a little canine, a little fond, fondant oh, canine. Is. Yes. Okay. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's a pretty cool cake. Yeah. Wow. I'm and I'm kind of hungry now too. Yeah, that doesn't help, especially since you've got no money. <laughs> I'm broke. <laughs> I, I'm surprised uh, Amy Kins quoted this, but I'm surprised quoting Trent hasn't peaked up. I guess it can't because you're on the air, Trent. Uh, I will screw oh, every <laughs> I will screw everyone else for a chance to get my beak wet. <laughs> Calvin says you're a whore. Just plain and simple. Uh, well, and nice. to, to Router Ninja. Um, now I'm just I'm just throwing this out there, sir. Don't please but... don't please don't offer to prostitute yourself to him because really it's really getting uncomfortable now. <laughs> for a cake, show. I would just, just suck your balls. No. <laughs> <laughs> um you know it's it's not everyone's girlfriend that's making them uh birthday cakes of uh doctor who themes that's all i'm saying well but wait a minute who he who made the cake that was for his girlfriend right oh really oh yeah, okay. he said I girlfriend's cake i mean unless she just made one for somebody no girlfriend's birthday cake so this so is her birthday. her birthday cake oh well i hope he did it then if he did it then he's probably the the coolest uh how awesome would it be if he made it and she doesn't even watch Doctor Who? Oh, and there were yeah. there are cupcakes too. Yes, the cupcakes. Oh, oh, sonic screwdrivers, weeping angels. Why can't I remember what the the uh Cybermen are called? There you go. Da Daleks. I can't now, see what this one is though. C Is it C I can't read what that says on that one. Anyway, but there's a DW for Doctor Who. That's really cool, man. Now, wow. is, is is it a, a, a magic screwdriver, or did those come from the erotic cake store? <sighs> Trent, you've watched two from beginning to end. I will fly out to Utah and pummel <laughs> you if you call it a, son a magic screwdriver one more time. <laughs> it's not magic. Oh, I... <laughs> it's science fiction. There is a, <laughs> and notice I threw the fiction on there. You can't yes, you blow did. me any crap. 
Well, all I'm saying is that there's if you look at the picture in our in our uh, Twitter stream right now, the, the 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 cake that's almost right in the middle, the the screwdriver looks, you know, like uh, something you you could pick up. At it the looks back like of the, the tenth. It looks like the tenth. No, it looks like the tenth Doctor Sonic screwdriver. <laughs> there is no everybody. Nobody would look at that and think, boy, I'd love to get that between my legs. No. <laughs> or I'd love to use that on my sore neck. You know, whatever the lie your mom told you. Uh, not me. Friend of mine made it as a favor. Okay. Uh, my wife says, uh, my birthday is coming up. I would not object to an Avengers cake. Oh, Ooh. my Lord. My yes. wife is, I swear to God, I'm telling you guys, Avengers Spanish fly. If it, <laughs> I just, I should take her to go see it again tomorrow just to make sure tomorrow night is <laughs> good. <laughs> I'm kidding, and boy, am I gonna! I am gonna pay for that comment. Oh Lord, I'm gonna pay for that comment. It's you know, which takes me back to the introduction scene, introductory scene of Avengers, uh, where we, or or at least when we first meet um, Tony Stark, and uh, he says, "I'm gonna pay for that comment later," and subtly for that later, and uh, not so subtle. Pops goes, yeah, not so subtly. Not so subtle. <laughs> Boy, you know, I don't know about you guys. Uh, oh, fudge. Oh, take a drink. Hold on, let me get in my cup. There we go. <laughs> and that's not coffee. Oh. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say now. That's nice. I can go ahead and just completely invalidate what I'm saying. I'm really looking forward to tomorrow. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And by the way, uh, in all seriousness, too. I would like to say that even though it was a technical glitch, that moment of science, science, that moment of science, that moment of silence truly is dedicated to the men and women that defend our country and others here and abroad. Uh, every, they all make it possible for me to do what it is I do at any time, whether it's broadcasting on the internet, lending support here and there, going to work. Anything. It's all because of the, it's all on the built on the backs of these people that have fought for our freedom. And I'm thankful for it. So thank you. I couldn't agree with you more. There we go. Yeah. Oh, so. <laughs> shit, shit just got real here on NetHeads. It did. It did. Well, you know, the show has been all over the place. I figure why not? <laughs> and plus, I'm, I'm currently upstairs roasting. I don't know why the air conditioner hasn't come on at all. Or if it has, it is not evident in this room. Well, I don't know. I don't know what I have to do to get some cool air in here. Didn't you just get your your uh, whole cooling system redone? No, 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 no. At your house? No, we just got it fixed. Uh, technician came over, fixed it. Also showed me how to actually use my dual zones, and okay. so uh, it's it's actually been really nice because we're not needlessly cooling the downstairs when it's just the upstairs that needs to be cooled. Uh, I do need to get a whole house fan put in. Uh, that would help because, like, five minutes before the show, I can open all the windows, fire that sucker up, and all the cold air from outside could come in. Uh, but, no, we didn't get it redone. Just a little maintenance work. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh, oh no. That's where I was going with this about the – Yes. Like, 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> for the new jingle that I'm going to come up with yeah, for. Yeah. Like, crap what that we did bought. What we buy this week? Yeah. Part of the – that's – we should have isolated that right there. <laughs> I am um, – I'm drinking coffee because – well, every morning – because uh, heaven forbid I actually spend an extra five minutes to do it at night. I like to, I, I used to like anyway, making my wife uh, coffee. Uh-huh. Uh I would make myself a cup. We had a thermal carafe, so there would be some left for her. So I would like, I'd put out a cup and the sweetener and a spoon all on a napkin looking really nice. Aww. Yeah, exactly. Right. Just trying to get some brownie points. 
You're going to need them. <laughs> yeah, very much. Uh, and so that's that's how kind of how it got started. Then that coffee pot died. We got another one. And then we started using ground beans and all that jazz, you uh-huh. know, where you throw them in the grinder. So, uh, and we moved out to where I live now. So my commute was longer and, and I just, I, I don't get up well in the morning. So, and heaven forbid, I prepare everything the night before. So I haven't been doing any of that. So I finally just, uh, hunkered down and bought one of those, uh, those K cup machines. Oh yeah. I've seen those. Yeah. Which are, if you get the right roast, I think they're really nice. So that's so why it's, it's like a little shot, right? Of coffee that you just put in and then, then it, you know, yeah, you just put your cup underneath there. You drop this, this, this pellet, this capsule in and you press buttons to indicate what size cup you have and you brew. Huh. And so it sounds forced, like a no brainer. Yeah. It's really nice. I'm the only problem is those things aren't biodegradable, which kind of bums me out. Like the little cups. Yeah. Well, that's just silly. Yeah, how I know. It, but you know how what? Is the it thing not is, biodegradable. They're not yet. But even in, in America, you'll appreciate this living in the city we do because they've banned plastic bags and, you know, and actually LA just recently this week banned plastic uh, shopping bags as well. Did you guys see that? What? Yeah. 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 They're not going to, they're not going to stand for them plastic shopping bags anymore. Really? Which is nice because anytime you go driving down the freeway, you see these things just shredded on all the little wire fences and stuff, too. Oh, I, yes, I do know what you're talking about. And they ruin the, in front, you know, they're not biodegradable, all that jazz. <laughs> and, and neither are the K-Cups, but they've even acknowledged, like, I think in their investor reports and even on their website, this is one of their greatest concerns that they want to remedy. So they need to find, but I'm sure they could do it. I mean, the only problem is compensating for the temperature. Uh, but you know, there are, there are even hot and cold beverage containers right now that are composable. Yeah, that's true. So mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine how they can't do this. Yeah, it makes no sense whatsoever. No. Or actually like allow fast food places to, you know, let you refill your coffee mug rather than, than doing something new. Yeah. Or, well, that's the only thing that's uh, kind of nice. See, like personally, I think Starbucks. When they sell a mug, it shouldn't be a premium price because it's got the Starbucks label on it. It should be a right. lower price yep. to incentivize myself to go in and get some more stuff. Well, and it's free advertising for them. Yeah, this, I feel the same way about Nike gear, damn it. Why am I paying more money? <laughs> I'm walking around advertising for you every moment I'm wearing this crap. <laughs> and we know everybody's looking at the fat guy that's jogging because it's a frightening experience. But look, he's wearing Nikes. See, even fat people will run when they wear that. See, exactly. You you are like a target audience. I am. I am the average American. You know, really, it's... Oh, I'm starting to get on the soapbox. Quick, Americo, talk about something else. I was just going to say that they'll switch the Nike uh, phrase to Nike, just do it to Nike. He's trying, really, guys. <laughs> he's, he's, he's giving it a somewhat honest effort. He's trying. <laughs> I like so that. That was so, man. Totally. <laughs> you know? Hey, he's trying. Uh, he's, you know, he's... <laughs> the pity equipment. <laughs> he woke up this morning. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this week, Trent, uh, you brought up something which I was amazed by. I am, I have, uh, as of late, I've been get. Oh, hey, I feel the air conditioner kicking. <laughs> Thank you, oh, Lord. You know why? Because your sweet wife went downstairs and turned it up for you. I'm, I'm. Almost positive. Or it's, I don't know what it is. It, it's still, the guy came and showed me how to work it and it's still voodoo. Well, this is me trying to get you some brownie points again. Nope. Well, I appreciate, <laughs> if that's what you did, honey, thank you very much. <laughs> if I may use the Smodco 20,000 watt transmitter and internet 
system to individually message my wife. Thank you, honey. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, hey, I've been heavily involved this week in sound, uh, past two weeks. Sound is my oh, life right. now, everybody. All I'm yeah. doing is I'm obsessed with sound. How does this sound? How does that sound? What can we do to improve this sound? Everything is about sound. And Trent found this amazing article about a restaurant that's in Berkeley that mm-hmm. I now want to go to. I don't want to eat there. I just want to check this out. <laughs> now, what was it about, Trent? Which, so let's, let's rewind, Will. What, what brought on? Why did I even find this and send it to you? Uh, because I was uh, complaining about headphones. I want new headphones, but I have come to the realization that I'm now reliant on the style of headphone that goes in your ear and does what's called noise reduction or noise isolation. Now, this isn't noise cancellation. It's right. just noise reduction. So it fills the hole in your ear. And so that way, the only thing that you can really hear, like imagine sticking earplugs in your ears and instead of the plugs, you know, the, the earbuds are their, you know, their earbuds. So, mm-hmm. you know, you've got an earplug filling the rest of the hole and all you're getting, I gotta stop saying hole. It just no, sounds just dirty. Fill, just, will, just fill it. Okay. Fill the, fill the hole, hole so deep. Yeah. And then you'll never want to fill it with anything. So that else. way, the only thing you're really hearing is the sound that the, the headphones are delivering to you. Uh, but, right. you know, cause like I was, I was thinking about getting into the Bose headphones, but those go in, they don't go in your ear. They kind of go on your ear and are held in ear, there. Yeah. So you still hear too much of the world around you. And the commuter that I am going through the Transbay tube, you just don't want to hear that horrible noise of a BART train screeching through it. Oh, God, yeah. Not to mention mention the homeless people that are ranting and raving all around you. (laughs) Well, I kept on referring to it as, oh, yeah, just get a pair of, like, noise canceling. Right. And you're like, no, jackass, that's not what I'm talking about. (laughs) Well, no, it wasn't in that sense. You kept referring <laughs> to noise-reducing ones as noise-canceling ones, whereas a noise-canceling one, you know, they always have some type of powered thing that's connected to them, whether it's in the headphones or externally, right. that reads the ambient sound around you and produces an inverted wave of that sound and sends it back. Mm-hmm. So that way it cancels out that noise. It's like positive energy and negative energy collide. Yeah. And psh, the, mm. There's nothing. Yeah. And what did you find, Trent? I have found uh, this restaurant. The they've they've hired this company that normally you know only works in like high. And then they went away. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There you are. <laughs> it only works in high. <laughs> it, so so normally this this company that they hired uh, that uh, only works in high end performance halls, right? Right. And and what they do is they create essentially the room using that same technology for for noise cancelization. Cancelization is that a word? Yeah, have some more scotch. Fuck, it might. <sighs> anyway, what they've done is uh, they've got mics all over the room, and then they feed back into the room the inverse ambient sounds, meaning that the sound is just canceled out. I, I got to tell you something. For me. Um, I think last week I talked about the fact that I suffer from tinnitus uh, mm-hmm. and right. pretty bad case. Uh, at least it is in my head because that's all I know what it sounds like. <laughs> it, probably on the scale of one to ten, I'm at a one. But let me tell you, for me, it's a ten. Um, <laughs> it, it fucking blows. Just, just like everything else in life. If, heaven forbid I get sniffles in the house. Suddenly it's pneumonia. Uh, just <laughs> My wife, when I get sick, wants to smother me with a pillow. But thankfully I sleep with a CPAP, so that ain't happening. <laughs> you can't stop his oxygen. Anyway, she's tried. She's tried <laughs> more than once. I'm sure I wouldn't know. I'm a heavy sleeper. 
but one of the other things that I have is that background noise really interferes with my ability to hear uh, certain things. And unfortunately, my wife's voice is in one of those vocal ranges. No marriage jokes, people. <laughs> but it is. The, the frequency that my wife's voice is at is one that I have trouble hearing. It's even worse when it's outdoors or, okay. in, or in noisy situations. So something like that where it's taking that – that white noise of people chattering around you and could reduce it would be great for me because then our dinner conversation wouldn't be me saying what a hundred freaking times. Well, th- then that's just it. I mean, you've got, you know, the couple over in the corner and you've, and you've, uh, you know, just always talking and whether you hear them or not, their voice is, is they're creating waves that blend in with everything else. And it all just creates this dull something that you can't hear. Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't listening. I was reading Twitter. <laughs> I have a drop for that, but I forgot it on here. Anyway. Uh, I just want to say, uh, Router Ninja, if that's if that's not part of the drinking game yet, it probably should be. There you go. Make it happen, Captain. <laughs> Speaking of Captain, have you seen our good friend Venator2000? Uh, he s- tweeted a video out to us uh, that I had heard about. I hadn't clicked on it yet, but the minute he sent it, I clicked on it because it's sitting around on the couch on a Saturday. Why not? And it was them. Somebody, this woman designed Avengers cocktail. Miracle, have you seen this? The Avengers cocktails. I have seen the picture. Have you seen the video? No, I didn't see the video. Oh, the video is great. Cause there's like the tipsy mixer, or the tipsy bartender. Go look at, I, I retweeted it under NetHeads as well. He posted it under NetHeads. You got to go back and watch this. Cause it's great because it's this, this regular, like all American little blonde girl. And then just this, big black Jamaican guy who is very <laughs> animated. So she's like contained and he's animated and it's just great. Cause they end up going to the taste test. I'm now ruining the joke and I'm sorry for everyone, but it's just great because all the drinks taste really good. Apparently the Hulk is really strong. <laughs> um, <laughs> Iron Man tastes great, which my wife would probably agree with, <laughs> or at least that's what she's envisioned. Uh, Thor as well. Again, Anyway, uh, but but Captain America was apparently a nasty tasting drink, and the Jamaican guy just comes in. I was gonna sound isolated, but of course I'm too lazy. He's just like, you hear that, Captain America? You taste like ass. <laughs> and then later on, she says, "I'm still trying to get the taste of Captain America out of my mouth." <laughs> and he said, "I've heard that from a lot of ladies." Oh, I'm guessing that with the Hulk as well. Um, come the next morning, you don't really remember what you did. I don't think so because it, I think it had like vermouth, absinthe, and Mountain Dew. <laughs> I definitely remember it having absinthe, which, you know, that'll, go ahead. Oh, no, that'll definitely get your emotions going. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, figure, yeah. it figures you got to put the green imp in the Hulk drink, right? <laughs> I mean, and, I mean, Granted, though, don't be afraid of a drink that has absinthe in it because a lot of times that just uses a spritzer on top. What? Hi, guys. It's Trent. This is Mixology. No, wait a minute. I don't, what are you talking about? Yeah, uh, the, the, they usually just will use it as a, like a little spritz on the, on the top of the drink. Oh, a flavoring. They didn't with this. Oh, really? No, whatever. There, there were like three different forms of alcohol, and he literally did that bartender thing where you put all three <laughs> bottles in one hand. <laughs> So that they're coming, or like two bottles in one hand and one in the other, so they're all coming to a single point, and they were just, there was like at least a quarter cup of each alcohol in that glass. It's, it's like Tom Cruise from Cocktail. Yeah, and then a splash of Mountain Dew on top. I'm like, why do you even need that? Ooh. I would love that. Uh, well, you know. I guess. 
you know, speaking of things, uh, Avengers made by people. There, I don't know if you guys have seen this yet, but um, some guy uh, named Dave, he decided to take all the Avengers movies that are out. I mean, not the Avengers movie, the the guys, the, the you know, Captain America, Iron Man, yeah. all their Blu-ray movies. He he designed a hail a hail carrier set to contain all 26 discs including the upcoming Avengers Blu-ray discs and he designed designed this beautiful hell carrier case uh, I'm putting it right now on the netheads feed Ooh, I'm looking at it, it is gorgeous it I don't know why should not hire this guy, but this guy needs to be hired to make this. Oh, happen. they're going to this is going to be like the the thousand dollar ultimate collection thing yes right there. But what do you? But, My God! But here's the question: What do you follow up with this on? So now you got the helicarrier. There you go. Here it is. There's the ship. But what do you do with all the other, like Iron Man three, Thor two? I, I don't, the second helicarrier design. I have no idea. <laughs> but I mean, it's just a. It's oh. you know. Apparently, so look at Trent. I heard. Did you guys hear that, Trent? The- <laughs> oh. oh, that is now, so awesome. Like, is there a, where's Where's Captain America on it? This, this thing's about 26 inches long, 16 inches wide in the wings. Hold on. He's going to start oh. moaning again. <laughs> 12 inches tall. Now, in theory, the uh, the guy who designed it, uh, his, his name is Dale Delisle. Um, he says that it can hold up to 50 discs eventually if you add more trace to the unit. So you can include more oh, movies to it. There you go. See, it's not just a decoration. Yeah. It's an investment. Yeah, and so you you can go back and retroactively you can go get the um, David Hasselhoff Nick Fury movie no. and 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 ruin the, your entire set with it. And you're Dolph Lundgren Punisher just to throw it in there for the sake of it. No, right. <laughs> no, that is so cool. I'm wondering if he didn't use like a like a GI Joe, um, you know, aircraft carrier to start <laughs> out. <laughs> Sorry, Venator 2000 is schooling us all. He's saying it was Midori and Absinthe. They didn't make the drink right either. They made it Trent's way too strong. Well, that was <laughs> that was kind of obvious when they mixed it because, man, oh, man. So it was Midori and Absinthe. Okay. Because yeah, I would figure that I would have thought the Mountain Dew were put into play in order to dilute it, you know, to, to, to take some of the kick off of it. Right. But it's just like a little splash. I'm like, that ain't right. Yeah, yeah, God, I, I, I want to try it though. It sounds fun. Oh, I bet. <laughs> Says the guy who's been sending way too many Scotch-related tweets out lately. Ooh, hey, all I'm gonna say is T-balls was in was in the driver's seat last night. Oh God, every time I hear T-balls, I just cringe. <laughs> because you remember the eggnog eggnog episode, don't you? Well, that's one reason. <laughs> that's one thing I'm never gonna have to worry about from America. <laughs> At least I don't I'll think. Get balls going. I don't know, Lord. Don't. <laughs> I, I. I. Again. I'm. I got to change this setup in the studio. So you're all in an individual channel. Just because I would love to have sound isolated. Americo saying, "I'll get some tee balls going." <laughs> don't say that in San Francisco, sir. That's all I'm going to point out. <laughs> only in Utah. Only in Utah. <laughs> That's the only place you can get away with it. Out Here, of the, they'll take you serious. Out of the entire continental U.S., it's the only place where you can safely call yourself T-Balls. Why you would want to, I don't know. Does he anyone, up with it. It does anyone have any tech-related news so that we can sound like we know what we're... Oh, by the way, if you do want to call 866-610-9455, I don't think anyone has. <laughs> Just Francis. <laughs> the show's dead in the water, guys. Let's pack it up. I, I, I do actually have some tech news. Um, Sony 
in their wisdom, uh, has decided to patent this thing called Scheme. It's ads that'll interrupt your gaming. Say what now? Now, this might be one of these patents that they do just to cover their bases down the road. But basically, you'll be playing a game, and the description goes like this. First, the game will play and slowly, gradually slow down. Then you'll get a warning that the game is about to stop, and then you'll get an ad. And whatever you know, the ad will be, depending on what Sony does. Then you'll get a warning that the game is about to resume, and the game resumes. Then mel- then mention of rewinding the game after the ad has run, of course. And they're planning on, you know, they've patented this, basically. There are no plans on them actually implementing it, but it's there. The fact that they made it pisses me off. Yeah, it's just... It's a little sickening, you know. Um, Wow, there are so many things I could say, but I'm not going to. (laughs) I mean, Sony has already shot shot themselves in the foot uh, this whole past year with uh, the 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 really lackluster launch of the Vita. Their sales have been dwindling, um, and for this to kind of come out, it just doesn't bode well for them. Uh, Well, you know what, though, I I will say. In their defense, that nowadays it is all about patents. I mean, True. there are a lot of the court battles going on around the iPhone, the UI, other various parts of technology. They're all over patents and copyrights that have been established or, in some cases, established and bought by a different company. Like I, a lot of the companies, they, they recently just went through buying other people's patents. Really? Yes. So, I mean, that's a, it's a major part of business. So I can say that that might be the reason why. Okay. Uh, but, well, that, but man, that that's is... just that's still just uh, absurd. And it, uh, it's never going to fly. Well, the, the thing is, and, and this is where Sony's at a disadvantage, is their uh, gaming is all free. You know, you don't have to subscribe to go on to the PlayStation Network. Uh, and they're still outdone by, you know, Xbox – where yes. you do have to pay, but it still has more people on it. And that's a revenue that Xbox will always have. Yeah, I guess there's something to be said about that, because you know you're not going to have to worry about ads interrupting your Xbox game. Well, you know, at least not now. Well, there's, cause there, well <laughs> And there's nothing worse than having your what you love interrupted by advertising. Mm. <laughs> that's true. By the way, did I mention, guys, Father's Day is coming up. And one of the best places you can go for Father's Day gifts is over at Think Geek. As a matter of fact, they have got so much stuff there that I would love. No, I'm not dropping any hints. <clears throat> How about a here's uh-huh. the there are a few ones here. It's too bad Trent is not a father that he knows because <laughs> I could happily get him the doctor's prescription gla- flask for only nineteen ninety nine. Oh, that's right. God, that's it's a flask awesome. he could put his beloved scotch in and could say, Hey, it's a doctor's prescription. <laughs> or the do it yourself juice to alcohol kit. I could get that for Trent. <laughs> Even better, how about whiskey stones? You put them in your freezer, then you put them in your drink, and then your drink's literally on the rocks. <laughs> now, he may not like the Superman cape socks so much. Mm-mm. He might like the Star Trek electronic door chime, though. Ooh, I would like that, actually. I actually would kind of like the Star Trek bathrobes myself. All of these amazing things. Oh, and here's another thing he could use for his drinks. The Star Wars Han Solo and Carbonite Ice Cube tray. 
Right. You could do yeah. that right there. Or he, and I'm definitely sure he's going to go nuts over the Captain America baseball jersey. There you go. Oh, yes. Or, you know, one of the things I could do if, if uh, America were a father, I could get him the uh, billionaire playboy philanthropist T-shirt as a way of thanking him for the Stark <laughs> Industries T-shirt that everyone compliments me on all the time. Right. All of these things are available at Think Geek. How can you get them? Real easy. You go to smodcast.com forward slash netheads. You click the Think Geek banner. You do your shopping. You get what you need for Father's Day. Time has not run out yet. Take action, folks, because it's coming. Think Geek, where they have stuff for smart masses. I forgot how to fade the music there for a second. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> wow. Now, I got to tell you, that was not practiced. And Trent, that was the best handoff I think I've ever heard. I, that, I Thank you, you sir. Well. Thank you. Oh, thank they've you. also got a book vault. Look at that. So that way it can be on your bookshelf and you can hide Wait, cl- stuff Close in it. it, Will. Close it. Nope. <laughs> close the browser. Because the really Did nice thing is that is a way you can discreetly put things on your bookshelf as well. You know, your your valuable things. And also, you put your weed in there. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. You did mention those... Those Superman socks? Yeah. They actually come with capes. Yes, they do. They have capes on them. I don't get it. I don't like it. (laughs) Those those things creep me out every time I see them. And what actually makes me even matter, though, I think, I I may be mistaken, but the Batman socks of similar design have a yellow cape on them. What? I think so. I'm going to double check this now because there's nothing better on the radio than me searching for things. That pisses me off. Batman socks. Let's not. Well, let's not. Let's not bag on the sponsor, guys. I'm just saying, though, a yellow cape. What the hell? They didn't make them, though. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, that's true. Mini, no, 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 no. Okay, I don't see him. I must have been okay. off my nut. That's okay. <laughs> I accept it that. Happens. Kid superhero raincoats. God, so much cool stuff. <laughs> For smart masses, anyway. <laughs> I don't know how you just really that was just beautiful though Trent the application the thing I really if I were wearing my pork pie hat right now I would tip it to you it would just be tipped it would that was uh, that was really just uh, I can't believe the way that all it, did you two work that out ahead of time you're like hey Will's gonna love this well you know I was just thinking like this would, this would tie in nicely because you know all said and done you gotta pay for something somehow folks Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist T-shirt <laughs> added to his shopping cart. Men mm. will never have to do blowjobs for comics. <laughs> Good point. Hey, never say never, man. <laughs> That's true. Hey, by the way, I uh, did you guys? Uh, <laughs> thank you. I was just communicating with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ right there in tongues. <laughs> I pray to Galactus. Did you guys? I noticed that. Did you guys check out the uh, film that was released on Sit on Friday? Short film. Hughes Hughes the Force. No, I was really I was really amused by it. I don't because I'm not privy to anything. I don't know anything that's coming up, and that that one surprised me on the you know anniversary of the release of Star Wars. Uh huh. And it was just like it was a mashup. So it was like Star Wars fans that take a Hughesian approach to solving their problems. It was really nice. Yeah. I just bring that up in case anybody else wants to check it out too. And you can do that at uh, smodcast.com. No, wait, youtube.com forward slash csmod. Yep, csmod. Had to cough there. Boy, it's a good thing I'm drinking coffee at 7 11 p.m. my time. <laughs> well, it, well, and <laughs> bring it in on. Case, in case people don't want to miss it, just uh, while you're there, subscribe to it. Um, to the channel, and then you'll you'll never have to miss out on it. Uh, you know the stuff coming in from Smodco again. Yep, it's just that easy. 
It is just that easy. I have been loving the uh, the Smod uh, Co cartoon show. Mm-hmm. God, I just I can't I can't get enough of it. Okay, let's quit horn. I also can't get enough of Will Wilkins. That's enough. Oh, June seventeenth is Father's Day, by the way. So uh, keep that out. You know, keep that in the back of your head. There, it's it's. I've got to look up many more fun things. Uh, you know, actually, also one thing I've been working on uh, is another sponsorship that I guess isn't going to happen. But uh, it's kind of a bummer because I was really hoping to try the product out. Let's just say it's an enhanced. Wowie. Let's just say it's an enhanced grilling system. Oh, yeah. But no. Anyway, let's not talk about our failures. Let's talk about some fun stuff. <laughs> you want to talk about some fun stuff? I got fun stuff. Hit Have me. you seen the trailer for Revolution? Okay. Oh. It is funny you mention this because the show almost started late, not for a technical glitch, but because Trent said, you have to see this before we started, which one I said, mm-hmm. no. No, don't have time, man. I don't have time. But no, I haven't. I have not. <sighs> And this is going, what is, first of all, America, what is revolution? Educate the listeners because I had never even heard of it until now. Well, I, actually, I believe Trent has more information on this than I do. Okay, you both suck. Get your shit together. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. Go. <laughs> By the way, that is the worst blowjob sound I've ever heard. <laughs> if that was were that somebody, if I. Yes, I, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> no. If that were, no. But I'm at so, least when, whenever I do it, I'm still getting the satchel underneath the mic. Oh, Lord. Hey, this is definitely going to be one of those mom. shows where I'm thankful my wife is using headphones now, and I'm praying she's using them later. <laughs> I keep thinking Cooking Monster during hard times. I do, that's too. What it sounded like. Come on. That's, that's a blowjob. It's not sexy. It's not sexy. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you're talking about, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm single, and, well, maybe I do. <laughs> and do loving it. Anyway, <laughs> what is Revolution. All right, so, gosh, I tell you, if there's anything popular in science fiction right now, it's, you know, the apocalypse, the end of the world, the end of all technology. So J.J. Abrams came up with this. It's uh, essentially all electronics die. Mm -hmm. It cannot be rebooted. So you've got the world is, is now, you know, governments are all disbanded and people are going back to clans and, and militias are being raised and, uh, essentially, it's the story of uh, one guy who could fix it all um, and trying to find out how you know that happened. So there's going to be some traveling, not unlike uh, we've seen in The Walking Dead. Um, there's there's going to be, you know, a, a, I, I'm assuming a lot like, uh, sadly, Falling Skies. <laughs> and that's what I'm scared. I am so frightened about this because Falling Skies burned me so badly. Why? Just because it sucked? I just don't know if if networks can pull off epic sci-fi. You know, you weren't with us, uh, Americo, yet when we were going through our falling skies pains. Oh, but I did watch the series though. And what oh. was your what was your take on it? I believe the last episode made up for that arduous journey, not by much, but I believe it truly did. I think it was okay. Um, the series, the series was a little painful, uh, spoilers, Noah Wiley getting on the ship with the aliens, dumbest move ever. I completely agree because as I've said once and I'll say it again, season opener, suddenly he shows up again, put a bullet in his head, done Yep, kill him (laughs) because you can't trust him. 
Uh, but apparently, though, uh, one of the things they're talking about this upcoming season is that they are going to be avoiding the whole hold up in one place thing. Because, you know, that like the producer oh, right. said last season, it's got a new showrunner, which is always a great start. Yeah. Um, it's got a new showrunner. And they're saying, you know, like when they were in the school last year, it's kind of like almost the alien menace went away. Right. So, so they're going to be undoing that a lot. They're, there's going to be a lot of running from aliens. Which is well, fitting, but then again, I don't like yeah. it because it's a lot more like my nightmares. But so, revolution. <laughs> and John Favreau did he directed the uh, the pilot for it? Ooh. Um, and he it was just really excited about it. Um, in some interviews that he's done, just talking about how you know it's they're they're really trying to show humanity at its core. So you know, you see everything go to shit in. The Walking Dead, but here you've you've got people who are still trying to hold on in bigger groups on a grander scale. Okay. Um. But yeah, it's coming out this fall on NBC. Uh. Oh. Oh. And the villain. Are you ready for this? Yes. Gustavo from Breaking Bad. Oh. Okay. Well, that's interesting yeah. because he's been in um, he's been a regular recurring character in Once Upon a Time. Oh, what, and what? also he was also on Community just yeah, a few he was weeks on ago. Community as yeah. Well. yeah. Well, that's interesting. We know he plays a good villain, but it'll be interesting oh. to see what he's like in a non-technological world and what approach he'll right. take. His portrayal of Gustavo on Breaking Bad was so cold, oh, so calculated, gosh. and so terrifying. I've never seen such a nerdy guy scare the shit out of me so bad. He is, without a doubt, I think my number one villain of all time. I think so, too, because that's the it, it's the cold, calculating, seemingly timid one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the only thing that really upsets me, I don't want to get too, there's a few shows I care about spoiling. This is, <laughs> Breaking Bad apparently is one of them. Um, but there is something that happened in the season opener of the last season that just happened on Breaking Bad. I think it was that one where, you know, finally Jesse and Walter are back down in the meth lab. Oh, right. And Gustavo sends a message, right? You know mm -hmm. what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. I unfortunately had to have that translated for me uh, later on. Jesse goes into what that message was telling them, and unfortunately I didn't pick up on it uh, when it was being conveyed. Uh -huh. uh, but the moment they did that, I'm like, oh, that dude's cold. Oh, man. Because yeah. I took it to that next level that was just messed up for me. Yeah. And it was just breaking bad. Woo. It's coming back real soon, too. I couldn't be more excited. It is. Oh, it's almost here. I can taste it. I can smell it. <laughs> you can you can taste that blue, that blue crystal goodness. Yes, I can, my friend. I can. <laughs> It'll be interesting, though, because the last season of Breaking Bad really did end in a way where that could have served as a series ender. Right. It really did. Oh, easily. Easily. And, and you know, in some ways, I'm almost kind of worried about it coming back because I'm worried that it's now going to be... Um, I don't know, extending the story artificially, kind of like a third season of Lost effect that you don't even know what I'm talking about, Trent. <laughs> uh, the what? The, the what, what show is that? Third season of Lost. <laughs> is is that before the, the smoke monster or after the lighthouse? Before the lighthouse. Oh. Before lighthouse, <laughs> after smoke monster. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen one episode. <laughs> 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 he has. He saw the season finale. That's it. Which, by the that's way, I've never seen. It, I think it was it was Radio Askew uh, that we did our conversation on that on, and I, that was still one of my favorite things in the world because 
I know he's watching it. I'm not yet watching it, so I'm just sitting here patiently waiting for it to air on the West Coast. And at about the time where I know he's deep into it, I just sent him a text message that said, loud noises! Because <laughs> I know, I just know he hadn't turned it off. And oh, I just know that, that everybody in the room looked at him like he was the Antichrist. <laughs> Oh God! They're, like I might as I should have just walked out because everyone was pissed at me from then on. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and that is how our friendship was born, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> on making my coworkers hate me. Yes, that's what I do. Oh, hold on a second. I we mentioned Lost and Once Upon a Time, and we all know what happens when I do that. It means I have summoned Amykins to the phone. <laughs> Amy, how the hell are you? I am wonderful. How are you guys? Wow, wonderful. I'm not wonderful. Lord I'm have wonderful. mercy. That's a little I'm too much for me to handle. I don't I don't have to go back to work until June fifth. Oh wow. Oh my god. Awesome. Well played. Well, you know, because I've got a big deal happening this coming week. I turn forty on Wednesday. Oh, been there, done that. It's not June. so bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, hold on. So, uh, happy birthday on your upcoming birthday. And, Thank you. And while we're at it, um, tomorrow for her and two days for us, what's happening, Americo? My beautiful fiance is turning 30. You don't say the age, man. Oh, he's, oh, wow. Come on, man. Yeah, I don't get in trouble right off the bat. Not so subtle. Hopefully I talked over it well enough. <laughs> She's turning 30 something. Let's leave it at that. So, happy birthday to Ruth. Okay, now that we've gotten out of the way. So you've got your 40th. So so you took the extra time to cope? Well, no, I, I took the extra time to, to vacation and, and, and do it right. I go to Las Vegas later this week. Oh, um, nice. And I'll be spending some time in a suite in the Bellagio and getting spa treatments done and going to see Cirque du Soleil and going to see Wayne Brady at the Mirage and... To make my 60-some-year-old mother happy, going to see The Price is Right at Bally's. <laughs> well, wouldn't she also be happy watching Wayne Brady? Because Yeah, I would think so. Old... Well, actually, the, the Price is Right, the version of The Price is Right that they do at Bally's always has a celebrity host. But it's not, oh. it, it's not the version that they tape for television. Um, it's uh, when I booked it back in March, April. Um, the current host was Joey Fatone, um, oh. but he was only hosting it through the end of April and they didn't have listed who the next host would be. So a couple weeks ago, I went back to see who we would be seeing as the host for the price is right. And it's Jerry Springer. Oh God. <laughs> yes. You have hit the Mecca. Jerry, the Mecca. Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> you can see some fights over there. Price is right. <laughs> Yeah, so that should be interesting. Now, and I'm just seeing Wayne Brady do stand up, which um, I heard a great interview with him. One of the other podcasts I listen to, which I highly recommend, is called Girl on Guy and hosted by Aisha Tyler. Oh, yes. And um, she had him on the show a few weeks back uh, in a very extensive interview. And I, it was it was really interesting. Found out a, a lot about his background, a lot about why it is he does what he does and how a lot of him really didn't want to be sort of known as that host right. persona, but that's sort of what he does so that he can do what he wants to do. Somewhere in this house, there is a silver picture frame. 
and it is from 1998 at the uh, National Association of Television Producers and Executives, where I got to take my picture with Jerry Springer. Oh. <laughs> and I'm not saying this is a proud moment. I'm just pointing out something that I'm too lazy to scan and post up later. I was expecting a Joey Fatone story there. No, not at all. <laughs> well, I mean, we already had a Justin Timberlake reference. I don't know if we'd be really going for broke with a Joey Fatone. Right. I might have to uh, start to really be concerned about Will if Joey Fatone popped up in there as well. <laughs> um but maybe what I'll try to do, Will, is get my picture taken with Jerry Springer so that we can have competing Jerry Springer photos. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I think fight. one of the, the best ones, because uh, at the time I was uh, doing a show on PlayTV.com, which don't go there now. It's not the same thing. <laughs> uh, like many things in the Internet, it has changed over time and time again. Um, but they, uh, there were two guys on the network as well, and they did a show called Two guys on a couch. Great name, great premise. And they took the best picture that I'd seen anybody of the group take with um, Springer because basically it was them faking fighting with Springer holding them apart. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and I, I, I tried to recreate that, but then it was just looked like I was attacking Jerry Springer, so we went with a regular pose instead. Well, you know, my sister will be there with me, so maybe, you know, he could, like, hold the two sisters apart. That might be. You're giving me ideas, Will. I like this. Thank there you. There we go. Well, just remember, what stays in Vegas... No, I screwed that up already. <laughs> Is anything that's not viral. Yes. Well, what, what is it... I doubt that. What was it the the father in law said in um in uh, the Hangover? It's like uh, yeah. what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, except for like chlamydia. That shit yeah. stays with that, you. That shit stay with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so remember that. But have a good time and enjoy your birthday. Enjoy the trip and uh, and don't do anything I wouldn't do. Does Does anybody know what the hell that means? Yes. You know, I please explain. I don't know. It mean it. It means that you. Uh, uh, fuck, I don't know. It means so, the things that you're going to do uh, that you don't normally do. Don't do those things because you're you're basically saying that you do the bad things. Okay, but yeah, it's don't do anything I wouldn't do. Gotcha. So in other words, like I wouldn't stab a hobo in the eye with a poker. Yes. So you, I would for money. So we all established that already. <laughs> well, see, you would though. See, so that's yeah, I would. that's something you would. And, and you know, hey, Amy, if, question. what wouldn't Trent do? Well, for you know what? All I'm saying is if the trip isn't going very well and you get kind of lonely, you might want to keep his number handy. Yeah, because <laughs> guess what? I'm I am only like eight hours, eh, 10 hours away. I'll drive there. I've done it. Well, plus on a Harley, you could do that in seven easy. Yeah, super fast. I, I'm there. There we go. So <laughs> then you can really find out and report back to us. <laughs> Uh oh, did I lose hey, you on that you one? If you guys okay. can make it out, you're more than welcome. I've got a whole bunch of friends and family joining me. So I, I would love to, but I have that pesky job thing. Oh yeah, shit, I do too. <laughs> it always gets in the way. I tell you. Well, Amy, have a great trip and a happy birthday again. Okay. Thanks, guys. Have a great. Uh, I guess we won't hear from you next week. <laughs> well, actually, I will be back late Saturday, so you oh, may hear from me next week, possibly. depending on how much fun I had. Yeah, unless you're just laying in bed nursing the pain. <laughs> Have a good one. Thanks, guys. There we go. Uh, turning the big four zero. I have. By the way, speaking of which, I'd like to let me get my phone out for a second here. Uh, my, here's a note that's on my phone. From when I, t <laughs> this is from my daughter. She got my phone and he says, I love you, daddy, even though you turn 40. 
<laughs> That's one of those ones I'll keep forever. <laughs> the funny thing was, I um, no, nah, never mind. I'm not gonna bring that up. Anyway. <laughs> What exactly did she hear bad about turning 40 that she needed to write that down? Oh, just lots. Lots. <laughs> nobody nobody in our household was looking forward to turning 40. Let me just put it that way. Sure. And even though it's a few years off for my wife, she's not looking forward to it either. You A few years like by like seven. No, what? Or, see, this Ten? is me trying, trying to build more uh, Good job. brownie points. Good job. Yeah, apparently you scored well because she did turn up the air. Yes. So, I don't know how I turned it up. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's the zone thing. I need new thermostats, damn it. You need a remote for your Ruth has a remote for her thermostat. Yeah. Just it's just the sweetest thing in the world. I want it, I want it integrated with my iPad. Yes. And my iPhone. Oh. I want to be able to control oh. the temperature. You've heard of you, this. Ooh, educate me. Yes, please. He's like, "Would you put this in Everyone has been saying the new eye product, the the secret one that uh, they've been working on. Everyone believes it's the Apple TV the that's eye coming out. It's the eye. It's, dild- it's dildonics. Dildonics, it's, my friend. My white. Eye- wait, hold on. I'm sorry to interrupt you, America. I Go apologize. I, I may as well say that every time I speak. Now it seems. But <laughs> my wife has just been over the moon. Okay, wait. A minute. Let me rephrase this. She was greatly entertained with Trent's use of the word dildonics. She said it was her new favorite word. It's a great word. Because I just said my, I almost just said my wife was over the moon, uh, overdyed for dildonics. dildonics. (laughs) Bad move. She loves dildonics. One step forward, six steps back, Will. That's what we got going on here. Yes. Okay. So I'm sorry I interrupted. Please continue. The the next big eye product. Eye product is secretly said it's probably going to be an eye hub where it's going to be a pretty much a TV size monitor that you can put in any room that will control everything, including your household, uh, you know, appliances and, you know, anything that has a Wi Fi signal. So your thermostat, your, but not, all, not only that, it'll also have your TV channels. It'll, you know, work with, integrate with your iPad. It'll integrate with, it's basically a computer for your house. That's really but, great, but it's going to be making, taking it into the genius bar to bitch about it real hard. <laughs> <laughs> True. But, um, Apparently, there's been some uh, executives, top executives, invited to, by Tim Cook over to go over to the mothership. They hung out for a bit, and they came out with their minds blown. Ooh, it does that too! Awesome. <laughs> what's that? What's that for on the wall, Trent? Never you mind. Never you mind. Uh, yeah. Apple source rumored carrying Nest thermostats. We play it cool. Tony Fidel might have left Apple to make the Nest Learning thermostat, but it may be the case that Apple hasn't completely left him. Ooh, if we go by a pair of rumors, Nest's internet-savvy climate control could soon be in Apple stores, presumably across the U.S., for the same $249 as it costs to splurge for one through Nest itself. Ooh, if there's an app for that, I'm sold. (laughs) But... For the most part, you'll, you know, get on your iPhone if you turn on your lights from your, you know, to your house, if you're not at home, if you need to do it, that kind of stuff. You know, the stuff that we've seen, you know, with other devices, but it'll be an all-in-one. Yeah, that'd be really nice if you could just, like, you know, set up your travel arrangements so it knows from 7 to 9, do this. From, you know, 
10 o'clock at night to 6 o'clock in the morning, make sure the porch light is on to create the illusion that somebody's <laughs> home. That'd be dope. I can use my iPhone to wake you up at your house playing some in-sync music. I would kill you. <laughs> I really would. I would then hack your iHub so that way it extracted all oxygen from the house. And then he would blow my mind. Yes. Nom, 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 nom. What has become of this show? I swear it's all gone to hell. Oh, wait. That's just what happens every week. Speaking of which, it's time for Soundbite Nation. It's time for us to go on this abbreviated version of NetHeads. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for joining us. Uh, if you want to follow Trent on Twitter, it's he's at a part of him. Americo is at Americo76. I'm NetHeadWW. The show is NetHeads on air, and you've been listening to us on Smodco Internet Radio. It's Smodcast.com. Don't I usually like give us all the opportunity to say goodbye to? I think we need to no, do that. We never did that. No, I no. Think we should just cut it off like mid sentence. Just like you know, you while we're talking, like just kind of yeah, ignore. I would just cut it. And yeah. Then you know when game it's over. It's usually when game I'm game over, man. I don't when know. I usually say something. I'm usually the guy gets cut off. Now that's not true. Please, <laughs> could you please explain that a little further? Because I don't think that's true at all. That's not true. One single bit. No, I, I actually don't. <laughs> <Net head. laughs> NetHeads with Will Wilkins. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.